Welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. Just a reminder, if you've got a taco place you'd like for us to review on the show, shoot us an email at tacothetowntopics at gmail.com and let us know what your favorite taco in Kansas City is. And we'll be sure to check it out on a future episode. Be sure to like us on Facebook at Taco the Town KC, and also check us out on Twitter at Taco the Town KC. If you have any taco topics you'd like for us to cover, please drop us a line. Like I said, I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there was one taco place that I did have a bad taco experience at. And that place will go unmentioned until it's the right time to talk about it. I want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time to make time for Taco the Town. I think if we all just take a little more time to make time for tacos, our lives will be all the better for it. It's like the old farmer's parable says, fresh tacos at night, a children's delight. Old tacos in the morning, the sheep needs a shorning. Welcome to Taco the Town. We're going to be talking about Tex-Mex food on today's episode, so I thought I'd break out the taco dictionary and uh, get the definition of what exactly Tex-Mex is. According to the taco dictionary, Tex-Mex is defined as of or relating to Mexican-American culture, music, or cuisine that exists in Southern Texas. The term was first used in the year 1949. Another word that was first used in the year 1949, Cobb salad. That's a little fun fact you can use at your next taco party. Let's find out what taco place we'll be reviewing this week. Today's taco destination is Chewy's Tex-Mex. It's got two Kansas City locations that have opened up in Kansas City in recent years. One at 209 West 49th Terrace, KC Mode, right off J.C. Nichols Parkway and 46th Street on the plaza. And on 119th and Strangline Road in Olathe, Kansas. Chewy's originated in Austin, Texas, established in 1982. It's a chain restaurant with locations all around the Midwest and South United States. It's in 19 states, actually. The founders, Mike Young and John Zapp, had a vision for a fun and funky Tex-Mex restaurant that serves authentic and fresh food. Let's talk about Chewy's Tex-Mex. But first, let's meet this week's guest. This week's guest is a Kansas City radio personality. You can hear him on the program from 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 810 WHB. He's a man of many voices, a voice actor, and he's even dabbled in the acting field a little bit. He's appeared in a few of my film projects, some that have never even been completed. (laughs) (laughs) He is a true Rembrandt with his vocal stylings. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome to Taco the Town, Curtis Siebold. Thanks for being here, Curtis. Good to be here. Aren't I a Swedish thug? Yes. What was my name in that movie you started 17 years ago? Uh, I just know you were Swedish thug one. I'm sure there was a name. Antoine. Was I Antoine? Gosh, it was something. uh, Something like that. Something something more Swedish, though, wasn't it? The Order. Was it the the Dark Order? (laughs) What was it called? Uh, The Blades of Atlantis? Mm -hmm. I think Kubrick made Eyes Wide Shut last time than you put that. Yeah, yeah, that one's taken a while. We've had a few snafus along the way with that one. uh, I I, I think when when you told me that one of the people that you needed to shoot a scene with uh, now lived in Europe... I thought that's, Zimbabwe. It's going to be hard yeah. to get her back here. I think. Hey, could you come back and uh, from Africa and shoot? I got about five minutes. I want you to to shoot in this movie. That you know. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> is going to make you a dime. <laughs> that was the main issue with uh, completing that one. Which you know, it's still out there. We could still get it done. I mean, we you still look sandals. the same. Yeah, yeah, you still look like you did back then. I mean, I think that's okay. Do you still have your black uh, trench coat. I had to get another one. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> the moth holes were in the other one. I had to, had to go back in another, another coat. So we I shot to, at some pretty cool locations on that. Yeah, one. that was fun. Uh, loose, loose Park. Did we shoot Loose yeah, Park? Yeah, Loose Park. Uh, what was that mansion on the UMKC yeah. campus? Yeah, that was so fun with uh, with Aaron. 
Erin McGrain, yeah, she was in it. gone on to do amazing stuff. Got married and everything. Yep. And Victor and Penny, Victor that thing's Penny, going yep. very well. She, she's just an angel. Yep. She's just the nicest person you'll ever meet. She played the evil uh, evil Swedish mm-hmm. uh, Dark Order yep. queen. <laughs> and, then, and then she was in a movie with Clooney. So you know, right. that, that made us kind of not cool after that, <laughs> after she played. Wait, that. was that after? I think she was with Clooney first and oh, then nine she joined when, us. So she's on her okay. way. Yeah. She's on her way down. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah but she's, she's singing all over the country. Yeah. Her, her and Jeff were having a great time. Well, we'll finish that movie someday. Uh, It'd be fun. I have a box full of footage from that movie. <laughs> it's been, what, over 10 years since we started it. Seems uh, that way. Yeah. Uh, so. See if I'm as gray. Certain shots are like, he's, he's a lot, like, looks older now. He looks 10 years older than that shot. <laughs> I just hope the, wig, like the wigs still fit everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, there's a lot of wigs in that movie. Uh, was it the Brothers Krong? The Brothers Krong. Two? Yeah. Yeah, good sequel to my movie, Yeti. Ah. We'll finish it someday. Curtis, uh, one thing I love about your Facebook feed is you are constantly sending out pictures or posting pictures of stuff that happens in the quick trip (laughs) parking lot. Yeah. So I almost suggested you should rename your Facebook feed People of Quick Trip or something like that because you take some amazing pictures from quick trip parking lots. Well, I'm, I'm at the 119th and Riley at least once a day, at least during the week, and, and usually twice a day. That remodel was one of the most needed remodels of any business in the city ever. And it's much better now. For a long time, it was just impossible to get in or out of. If, if you go at four o'clock, forget it. You can't get gas. You can't the get gas in. Lines are long, yeah, and yeah. you can't get in a lot because people would pull up and they want to get into gas. So they'll block, they'll sit like side by side, like double park someone who's at the pump, which means a person can't get yeah. back out behind them. You can't get around. So I was just like, forget it. New one's great. I was Fan- just there, I love yeah. it. Fantastic. I was there two hours after it opened and it was so wild to see a brand new store with everything perfectly faced and everything filled. I was like, this is amazing. I took some pictures of it and posted it. So yeah, what? much of my life has been spent at, at, at Quick Trips and particularly this, this one here. What do you think the weirdest thing you've ever seen in a quick trip parking lot is quick trip part weirdest thing um there was a guy and i still see him occasionally how weird this is but it, it's it is kind of odd he, he he sits there he comes i guess he gets a coffee and he sits in his white lexus with his dog his sheepdog and just drinks coffee and and like holds up one spot for however long and he's I'm not like, reading the newspaper or he's just sitting there chilling i haven't seen that many things kind of weird and I've seen probably a half dozen almost accidents where people try to almost backing into each other. I've you seen post that a, lot a lot of pictures of bad parking too. Oh. That's another one of your your things that you do is you post pictures of bad parking jobs. I, I I hate bad parking jobs, particularly when they keep me from getting into my car. It isn't that difficult to center your car, people. It isn't that difficult to look and, and see how close you are to the car on the other side. It isn't that difficult to not park in the handicap spot if you don't have a handicap tag. It's just unbelievable. And I, sometimes I'll see people pull in and as I'm pulling and I see them pulling, I'm like, they're, that's, they're not going to, they're not going to make it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> there they are right from the left front tire, a foot over the line. They're going to get out. They're not going to notice because they're looking at their phone. They're going to walk right in. And no one's going to mention it. I'm like, oh my gosh. And you're tempted to say, hey, jerk fiddle, come out there and fix that. But you know, it's what I, what I love about bad drivers is, uh, when you're behind a bad driver driving down the road and you just have to pull up next to them to yes. see what they look like. Yes, I got to like, put a who face. Who is the person that's in this car that Absolute. is driving so oh, terrible? That is so, Dave, that is so reassuring to me that it isn't just me that does that. You see something like, I, I, I got to know who's doing this. I got to I gotta <laughs> put a face of reference. And then usually when you see the person, you're like, yep, yep. that's what I thought. <laughs> Occasionally you'll be like, really? Uh, I, I didn't see that coming. But for the most part... It's the expression you expect to see from someone who's just rambling back and forth or going 10 under, you know, left lane yeah. of the freeway going 55. And you're like, how do you not know this? Or, yeah, you pull up next to him and you're like, oh, yeah, they're eating a hoagie yes. with one hand oh. and texting with the other hand as they're driving. The greatest story ever in that regard, I'm driving around, I think I'm on Troost-ish, going towards about where Rockhurst College is, mm-hmm. and I'm at a light, and I look over to next to me in the light, and I posted this on, on, on Facebook too. The guy next to me was about 20 years old, 20, 25 years old. He's sitting in his car. I'm in the left turn lane, and I look over, and I'm like, eh, whatever. And I see him raise up with his left hand a bowl of spaghetti <laughs> and the fork. He takes a big old bite of the spaghetti and looks over at me, and I'm like, how do you respond to that? <laughs> I almost wanted to go, 
Wow, sir, that is well done. I have never seen someone take a bite out of a bowl of spaghetti at a stop. Hopefully, he was wearing a bib or had a placemat in his lap. I just somebody looked messy. over at me. Yeah, yeah, I'm eating spaghetti. <laughs> I saw somebody else at, at, at 119th in Antioch had a uh, had a salad in like in the, the the styrofoam container, just chomping on a salad at the light to turn a left to go south on on Antioch. I'm like, come on, what? What? <laughs> I think I once tried to eat KFC while driving, and it was it did not work. Yes, it's it's, it's, it's difficult to yeah. do. <laughs> Nate used to tell me a story about the, the Nate Buchady told me a story about when back when he was working in Moberly, there was a guy that would work there, and they would drive to like high school football games or something, and he'd have his McDonald's, and he'd have on one leg he'd have the the wrapper and the burger open, and on his right leg he'd had like. The, the the ketchup packet. Condiments. <laughs> and he would dip the fries in the ketchup on his lap while he was driving. And he's like, I, I can't believe we didn't die like 50 <laughs> times in the time I worked them overly. So I mentioned you're a man of many voices. Mm -hmm. You uh, have a knack for, for doing a lot of amazing uh, impersonations. Lots of uh, Kansas City sports figures. You do a lot of... Primarily sports, yeah. Uh, I'd like to hear, if you will... Okay. <laughs> this could be fun. Some... Famous sports celebrities, what they would sound like ordering tacos. <laughs> okay. So here's the first one. What would former KU basketball coach, current North Carolina basketball coach, Roy Williams sound like ordering tacos? Well, I'll uh, walk up here to the counter, check out these tacos here. Uh, oh, got some daggum tacos here. They're looking pretty tasty. You know, I was uh, trying to get some tacos for my youngsters on the basketball court, and uh, Kirk and uh, Nick and Drew, uh, they told me this is the best place to get tacos, but I don't know whether to get hard shell or, or, or soft shell. <laughs> I know y'all going to be saying there's old coach. He doesn't know which kind of tacos to get, but uh, I could give a flip about uh, your taco question. I got 14 youngsters over there crying their eyes out because they didn't get no tacos. So you're not very nice for asking that question. What would uh, former Kansas City Chiefs CEO and general manager Carl Peterson sound like ordering some tacos? So uh, as, as you know, in the uh, National Football League, uh, tacos are, are very important. They're a crucial part of our uh, everyday dealings. As, uh, as you know, Dick, uh, Denny Thume, myself, we uh big fans of tacos. So generally speaking, uh, what I look for, what I would like to get is that perhaps um, two, uh, maybe three uh, soft tacos with uh, beef, uh, perhaps chicken, uh, some kind of, uh, of a mild salsa would uh, would be great. So with that, I'll, uh, I'll take a Coke. With that, I'll take questions. <laughs> we did something years ago. This is 2006, I think. And I came up with Carl Peterson doing Christmas carols, but doing them in his delivery. Right. We called them Christmas Carls. <laughs> Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane, snow is uh, glistening. <laughs> See, beautiful sight. We're uh, happy tonight. Walking in a winter uh, wonderland. <laughs> or deck the halls with uh, boughs of holly. Fa la 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 la. <laughs> la 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 la. Who's the Tiger Network guy? Uh, that would be Mike Kelly on the Tiger Network. What would he sound like ordering some tacos? I'd like a three-piece taco sampler. I'd like an enchirito. Perhaps uh, some refried beans on the Tiger Network from Learfield Sports. And I'm going to take those tacos over there and go bang on the table. And when I get done, I'm going to go home to the bathroom and splash one home on the Tiger Network. And finally, what would current KU basketball coach Bill Self sound like ordering tacos? Oh, well, well, for, for, first, for, first of all, uh, 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 so let, let's get this straight, okay? Okay? I would go to, to Salty Iguana because I'm going to get the Bill Self burrito. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know so, 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 uh, 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 but, but, but. You can always tell when Bill Self thinks he's made it funny because, so, 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 uh, 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 but, 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 uh, uh. Hey, 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 look, look I, I, I go to a place, I, I'm jacked, I'm excited. I walk in there and say, hey, hey, can I, can I, can I get me a, a, a me burrito? I want a me burrito, some refried beans and some uh, 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 Spanish rice, maybe a sangria. So uh, uh, that, that's usually what I say. But, but, but. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do a bit of a, a decent uh, Bob Costas. Um, he'd say, uh, that might be perhaps the best taco I've ever had. On NBC, 
My friends, when we come back, I'll have five tacos, and I'll love them all. And you'll see on NBC. Everything has to end on NBC. That might be the worst taco I've ever seen. And furthermore, to add something extra, the salsa was awful on NBC. (laughs) All right, so we've got these tacos in front of us. Uh, I see you've already started to to eat the uh, beef, so uh, let's... It's not easy to to not... You you got food in front of you, it's like, I'm... I'm going to start. So let's, I, I do apologize for my early start, but we, we got more to eat. Though. No, no, no. Let, let's put these tacos to the test. Chewy's is, is your pick mm-hmm. for your one of your favorite taco places in Kansas City. Tell us why Chewy's is one of your favorite taco spots in the city. Well, I haven't been there very many. I've only been there eh, more than half a dozen times probably, but I didn't discover it until earlier this summer. I think it's over in what used to be Joe's Crab Shack. Yep, exactly. Yep. So I go there every once in a while. I, there's this other some other restaurants in that area that I like, and uh, we went by. Well, let's check this place out. This looks fun. And we went in, and they took us out on the patio, and I was looking at the menu. I was like, "Well, that's pretty good." So I ordered some kind of a platter. I think it was what's it the the, 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 the chalupa. You get a chalupa and an enchilada and something else, and they have really good. Um, Sangria's there, and they brought up this plate, and it's just incredible portions, and all the food is really on point. Everything they do is really good, and that's, that's a pretty good indication that that you've got a good place. So they, yeah. they 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 seem to take take care on every single item, and I was like, well, we got to come back to this place. So we went back about three weeks later, and uh, so I've been there twice with a, a, a married couple, a friend of mine, Matt and Liz. My Friday crew. Now I just go by myself. I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go by and I'll get, I'll get stuff to go. I'll get the tacos. They got big as yo face burritos, and that's mm-hmm. no joke. Yeah. So everything they have there is on point. The service is good, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. And if you get fortunate enough to get out on the terrace on a nice night, it's beautiful. The tacos that we have here are uh, looks like we have a Baja fish taco. Uh, hang on, Curtis is sampling uh, the the beef, the crispy is, beef. Is this considered bad form? No, we encourage eating noises on Taco the Town. I should have brought napkins. <laughs> and yeah, there's the crispy beef taco, mm. which you recommended, and the uh, the Baja fish taco. What was your taco go-to when you were growing up in Kansas City? Well, we didn't, there weren't really any, I grew up in the 70s, and there weren't places like this back then. You wanted tacos, you either had to go to Taco Bell or, or the place that I spent a lot of time as a kid, Texas Tom's. Okay. Anyone who's in their 40s or 50s, who lives in Jackson County, remembers the Texas Toms that is catty corner from what is still the High Boy at 40 Highway and Blue Ridge Cutoff, not far from the stadium. So Texas Toms was the, the place, and they weren't very good tacos. They weren't great, but they were cheap, and they were pretty damn tasty. It was and one of so, the only places around. There, yeah, right? the only place in, in, there was better than Taco Bell. I love Taco Bell still. I still go to there. You, we, we know what it's for. You know what you're going to get when you go <laughs> right. there. But there weren't gourmet taco places around. And those things started popping up as the 80s and 90s came along. I would have loved to have a place like this when I was growing up. But, you know, you, they, they just didn't exist. Or I don't remember them. I think we're in the middle of a taco renaissance. Or maybe at the end of a taco renaissance, <laughs> you think? It could be. There, there, there's there's lots of good places, man. And and you wouldn't think there'd be room for more. But if you can spend a little something a little different, add a little flair, you you can you can sell it. And if you have a good product, all it takes is one time to get to get people there, and they'll come back if you give them a good product. I used to work at a place when I was in high school. My second job. This would have been 1985. I worked at a place called Village Inn. Oh yeah, uh, by Blue Ridge Mall, next to the gigantic Blue Ridge Cinema, that, which is now gone. And those Village Inns are still around. Aren't there, they? there are yeah. a few. It's come, came out of Denver. And there's, I think there might still be one over. There used to be one over at Johnson Drive and Metcalf, yep, in Mission, the old yeah. the Marley Cooling Tower yeah. building. It was in that parking lot. We opened the one in '85. No radio advertising, no TV, no newspaper. Sunday mornings, the line was out the door because their breakfast was so good. I went out there one time and found the manager from V's Restaurant where I had previously worked. They're in line to get in. Hey, what are you doing, Curtis? Hey, Greg, what's happened? He says, every morning, every Sunday morning, when we get done putting the morning prep for the the, the, the breakfast is at, at V's, we come up here and I'll eat because the food is so good. So yeah. if you have a good product, mm-hmm. people will come get it. And I think you're seeing that at, at Chewy's. The line is always there on Friday nights, but they do a really good job of getting you in and getting you seated. So don't be afraid of the long line. It's, 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 uh, I, I love the place. Let's take... Let's take a bite of the uh, the, the, fish, the fish taco here. Yeah, and just this is my first time having Chewy's. Mm, strong. It's got a flour shell, flour tortilla. Well, cilantro activity, some uh, red cabbage. 
Well, they, they don't short you on the cilantro. If you like cilantro, <laughs> you'll like these. Some, I know people who don't like cilantro, but I, I actually like it a lot. Although I don't use it as much in guacamole as I used to. I used to be heavy on the guac on the on the cilantro. I don't use it as much in guac, but I like it in other things. Now they give you. There's two sauces they give mm-hmm. you. Um, one one is just kind of a hang on. One of them is 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 their um their pico, which is good. It's got a it's got a really good flavor to it. And the other is, I think it's a chili lime sauce. Let me see. Oh yeah, good stuff. They're uh, they're they're playing here. I I took both. You can steal those. Try two. some of this uh, pico. Quite tasty. It has a really good flavor to it. It's not just plain tomato. It's not too tomatoey, but it also doesn't have too much. In some of those places, you get that stuff, and they'll just blow you out with with flavor. And you're like, I don't even know what I'm tasting here. But it's kind. Of, it's got a little bit of a kick to it, but not too much. Mm. And you could, if if you have a, if you're a tenderfoot, you could still like this this uh, this pico. Oh yeah, I like that kick. Mm-hmm. It's a nice kick at the end. Yeah, but not too much. And their chips are real good. Their chips are nice and thin, thin and crispy. They don't salt them too much. If I'm going to dip chips, I don't want a lot of salt. So I like to have just the plain chips, and they, they do a good job of that. Because you, you got salt in the in the pico, you got salt in whatever. You don't need more salt. To me, you only need salt if you're not going to have a dip. So whenever I'm getting chips that I'm going to dip in something, I look for the ones that don't have as much salt on them. So Sometimes when it comes to, to choosing a great taco place, it's also about what kind of chips and salsa they have. So if a yeah. place has great tacos and just kind of mediocre chips and salsa, that might, you know, turn yeah. the tables. Again, it gets back to attention to detail. And if they skimp on anything, even something that they know they're giving away, now that may not necessarily be a black mark if, if the chips and salsa aren't good. It doesn't necessarily mean the place isn't good. But if it's good, you know, they if they're putting attention to detail and some effort into something that they're just giving away, you know everything else is probably going to be good too. So that's a really good indication. Whenever I walk into a place for the first time, if their chips and salsa are on point, I'm, I feel pretty comfortable ordering almost anything off the menu because it's probably going to be at least above average. I'm not going to be disappointed. But if you go walk in and it's a little sketchy, you kind of wonder, okay, I better make sure I pick out something that I know I'm going to like because anything off off <clears throat> off the beaten path could be an issue. The fish taco was amazing. I'm going to move on to the beef. Okay. I already ate the beef taco. Oh, it's already gone. Oh, I ate mine. You, okay. you still have yours. Yeah. Well, I have, I have a bite left. I have one bite left. I covered it up with fish tacos. It's kind of a, um, how would you describe the shell on the, the beef tacos? These are called the crispy beef. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a a, a, a tortilla that's, that's that's deep fried. I think they're, they're hand, they're hand um, fried there at the restaurant. This looks like, um, almost looks like a flour tortilla that's been deep fried. Wow, this is different. This yeah, is very it's very good. It's very crispy, but it's not, it's not too crunchy. It's very easy to eat. It also doesn't seem greasy. And they're, they're, whatever their seasoning is on their beef is really good, too. It's a good, it's a good mix. And it's not something that, that you can say, well, this tastes just like so-and-so's. It's different than anything that I've, that I've had. So that's one of the things I like about it. I, mean, I can't quite identify the ingredients that are in it, but I know it's not something that I, I generally eat. Yeah, I was going to say the seasoning in this beef is very, very unique and different. And It's not overpowering. It's, no, it's, it's yeah. kind of subtle, which I like. It doesn't doesn't knock you out. Sometimes people try to they try to shock you with the little. I'm going to put so much flavoring in there. You know, you're like, okay, I I can take about four bites and I'm done. I could eat half a dozen of these things, and they're not small. So I'm a, I'm a fan. You seem to be as well. Yes, I would love to have had good. a place like this when I was a kid or a teenager, because there wasn't much even growing up. I mean, there just wasn't a whole lot of places. And, you know, Chi Cheese came out. I was going to ask. By the I was going to ask was, you, where did you ever go to Chi Cheese as a kid? Um. Once or twice, it really wasn't the, the the one by the mall was just such such a huge place, and I went there a couple of times. I had some friends I knew that worked there, and That's so the I'd go there. That's the first Mexican restaurant yeah. I remember growing up as a um, cheese. And the one on the Kansas side, my friend, my friend Gary worked at the Marley Cooling Tower Company there in the early '80s, and Don Chilitos is right across the place. Oh yeah, so, Don Chilitos you know, with yeah. orange. The, oh, they said the orange sauce on everything, and it you know it wasn't fine dining. But it was good. You knew what you were getting, and the the price was right. It was odd, you know. It's the first time I'd ever gone to a place that was like a, a cafeteria. You kind of get the plate and go down Still the little like bars, that, yeah. <laughs> and they dump the stuff on there. You're like, cool, all right, and you go and you you pig out, and it's it's cheap, and you're out of there, and you feel like you've had lunch. So yeah, Don Chilitos on the Kansas side, and and, and the Chi-Chi's by the by the Blue Ridge Mall, the now defunct and now replaced by a Walmart Blue Ridge Mall, which was one of my big hangouts when I was growing up. So. Those are the, those are the two the first two places I can remember that were like sit down not not fast food sit down Mexican food places and some others about you know, Annie Santa Fe you know, those they, they began to kind of pop up around the time I was in high school Annie Santa Fe which speaking of places that aren't there Bannister Mall now right. gone so 
and they, they've kind of begun something of a cottage industry. There's Ted's. I mean, obviously, the one of the, an icon in this town is is um, uh, the salty iguana. I mean, that that place is is fantastic. And uh, and Dan and his guys there, they, they just do a great job. I get the same thing whenever I go. I get the I get the Prairie Village burrito because it's perfect, and I get the little I get the iguana sauce because it's fantastic. I usually go with my friends, and I'm like, I'll get the iguana sauce for me. You guys get whatever you want, but I got to make sure I got plenty of the iguana sauce. What's iguana sauce? Is it? A- it's just a white cheese dip. Okay, it's a white cheese dip, but then their chips are really good. So I'm a big fan of the of the uh, of the salty iguana. We, we used to go to the one at 83rd, but now they got the one. On uh, 135th, I go to a lot, and that's a, that's a, that's I love that place. I do a segment on Taco the Town mm-hmm. called the Taco Ticker, where we talk about taco news or ah. tacos in the news. This week's subject is Chipotle has introduced a new queso, mm. and I was wondering if you've tried the queso at Chipotle yet because reviews are mixed. Huh? I have I have not. I have heard of the controversy, uh, but I have not tasted it. That Chipotle is probably a once every couple of weeks thing for me. And I usually either get the burrito bowl, um, white or brown rice. I find out the white rice is, is no worse for you than the brown rice. It's actually like oh. the exact same caloric <laughs> count. I'm going, what's the point of having the brown rice then? And then I get like triple chicken, high protein. And then I get uh, corn salsa, guac and lettuce. Low fat, fairly low fat. There's some fat in the guac, but it's, it's I guess, decent fat. Or I get three or four soft chicken tacos with chicken corn salsa and lettuce. So uh, that's that's my jam there. I have not I have not tasted the new uh, the new queso. Is it's it, what's what's the what's the debate? Everyone says it has no taste. <laughs> really, <laughs> tastes like sandpaper. There are some bad reviews. I actually sampled it the other day just to. I did it for the podcast, of course, and because you're committed to your craft, right? And I was not a fan. You know, it's it's pretty hard to mess up cheese. I know it's strange because everything else there is so good. Yeah, it seems impossible to 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 make a cheese you know dish that that uh, would would turn people off. Yeah, and as you said, especially from a place that you generally get pretty. Cons- it's it's not again, it's not Plaza Three or you know the American restaurant. But you know when you walk in, you're going to get a pretty quality product. And you don't know exactly what it, what it was. I, I'd I'd be stunned that that anything something that basic from a place that consistent would be bad. They're they're saying it's all natural. Well, there's your problem. <laughs> if I cared about all natural, I wouldn't be eating cheese at Chipotle. Right. I'd be at Whole Foods. Hopefully, they go back to the drawing board and. Uh... Fix it or this insistence that that some places have. I get having like healthy alternatives, but sometimes you, you go a little bit too far to one you know one degree. If you're going to McDonald's or someplace, you, just, just give me what, what I want. I mean, yeah. not that they shouldn't have salads, but you know, if, if you go to McDonald's and think, well, the salads there aren't very good, well then but you're going to McDonald's. <laughs> right. But the flip side is, if 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 you're a place like Chipotle and your your deal is Mexican food, people are coming in to get something they like the taste of. Well, well that that seems like an odd place to suddenly decide to be um, healthy or but, their guac is good though. I, right. I I would I would take. I'm not a big fan of onions and anything, so I I always kind of like it when I get a batch that doesn't have a lot of onions. Oh, yeah, good. So I'm whenever I make guac at home, I, I don't. I'm pretty simple in the guac. Avocado, a little bit of cilantro, salt, lime. That's it. I don't put anything else in it. I like the taste of avocado. Right. I don't want a lot of crap in it. I like just a little bit of hint of the other stuff, but I can sit there and if I could get avocados as good as they get in restaurants, I'd buy avocados in the store and just slice them and eat them all day, but you can't. They're either not close to being ripe or there's spots all over them and you can't use it anyway. So I don't know how the restaurants get, get the good avocados, but... I, I love that stuff. I just can't get a good one. Let's wrap up the review of Chewy's. The review meter on Taco the Town is five golden tacos is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you give Chewy's tacos? Uh, just on principle, I won't give any place five. I'll give them four and a half, though. Four and a half? Okay. Yeah. If you haven't been, you should check it out. I agree. I'm, I'm going to give them a 4.5 golden tacos. I prefer the beef to the fish. Um, yeah. It, it's, it's, just, it's kind of a Something different. about the seasoning was great. I yeah, mean, it, was it really is. Good. And I usually I get, the, you get, you get the fish tacos if you want something a little lighter. But their, beef, the, the, their food isn't really heavy, so you don't really need to. But if you like the fish taco thing, and I, th- I think you can, get them, you can get either shrimp or fish. So if you don't like the yes, bread yeah, stuff they offer shrimp and too, you don't yeah. mind shellfish or whatever, if you, you know, if you don't have an allergy to, to shrimp, uh, I suggest the shrimp tacos as well. It's a little different flavor, a little sweeter, but it's really good. All right, so yeah, Chewy's Tex-Mex at 209 West 46 Terrace on the plaza. 
or at 11965 South Strangline Road in Olathe, Kansas. If you're having a hankering for some good tacos, stop on by. We'll be back to Taco the Town after this quick commercial break. Lotus Pool Records is a proud sponsor of Taco the Town. Check out the latest music releases by Poster Children, Heidi Lynn Gluck, Sun Eaters, Panel Donor, and many more at lotuspool.com. At Lotus Pool Records, it's listeners first, bands next, label last. Celebrating 25 years in business. That's lotuspool.com. Now, back to the show. All right, it's the part of Taco the Town where I ask the guests some serious, in-depth taco questions. This is called Taco Topics. Just like uh, inside the taco studio? Right. Inside the actor's taco? Right. Here we go. Question one. What do you look for in a taco? A light, crispy shell that's easy to eat. Shell's very important. Shell, shell is very important. The, the, like the, As the bread on a sandwich is very underrated, uh, the shell in a taco is very... A bad shell can ruin a taco. It's got to be crisp. I, I don't want to crunch it. I don't want to you know have to really try to eat it. So a crispy shell, not too much seasoning, fresh ingredients... I like the I like the the tomatoes. One thing I like about Chewy's is you, you can tell that that stuff the color on the tomatoes pops out bright red. Good lettuce. I just want fresh ingredients on on a taco. That's about it. I mean that, that's that to me that's the key. Something easy to eat. Something that tastes fresh. Question two: Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? Um, I would I would prefer the hard shell. I kind of like the crispy taste of it. Uh, I don't mind soft shell. Sometimes soft shell tacos can get a little gummy at the at the at the vortex right so that or the, you, know, you kind of fold them over and eventually you feel like you're eating eating a burrito anyway yeah. so yeah. i i will always prefer the hard shell taco hot or mild salsa mild i i'm, I'm not i'm kind of a tenderfoot i don't like the i don't like the too spicy stuff some of the spicy stuff is okay but a lot of stuff is just hot like it there's no flavor to it it's only hot so i'll, I'll take the mild question three what is your personal history with tacos uh, is there a moment history. that really, oh. where, your, where your love for tacos started? Just my mom. My mom was one of the great cooks uh, ever. Um, I was very fortunate. And my my neighborhood friends, like my mom was the one mom who everyone knew could cook. <clears throat> so I had a lot of friends come to dinner <laughs> because your mom actually put seasoning in things. And, and so I just remember her always making really good tacos and she kind of, everything she ever did, she showed me how to do it. I would always learn how to help. That's why I can, I can make my own Thanksgiving dinner and Christmas dinners because oh, nice. I, she would always say, here, take this, here, cut that up, do this. And so she kind of got me started on, on that. And uh, I, I guess that would be the only actual like memory I have is just, just helping mom make, make tacos and learn how to do them myself. So. so you come from a taco eating family growing um, up? Yeah, we didn't have... We didn't have a lot of money growing up, and so we we found meals. Mom was a, a, a wizard at finding tasty, inexpensive meals for us to 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 eat. So there was always plenty to eat, and just tacos was a, a, a way to to kind of feed the five of us, and then later the four of us, and stuff like that. When brothers moved out, uh, under a pretty good you know a, a small budget, and and uh, so we we had a lot of. A lot of tacos <laughs> back in the day. Once a week, probably. Question five. So I love tacos. When I'm not eating tacos, I have other things I eat, but mm-hmm. I try to eat tacos as much as I can whenever yeah. I can. Why not? When you're not eating tacos, what are you eating? Wow. Uh, what what other Mexican foods or just food in general? Food in general. Uh, I, I, obviously, you, you grow up in this town. You, 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 you find your way to barbecue. Uh, burn-ins is, is, is a major thing. I like to fix, I fix a lot of things in my own kitchen. I mean, I don't go out to eat as often. Uh, one, it's expensive. And two, I, I'm, most of the early jobs I had were in kitchens. I mentioned V's Restaurant, Village Inn. Yeah. So I know my way around a kitchen. I like to fix breakfast for dinner. I'll fry up some sausage and I can, I can flip an egg in a pan so without breaking it. So a lot of breakfast. Um, I'll, I'll mix together some, some various, I have four or five dishes that I know I can fix. That's what I fix when I'm at home. When I go out, there's some good pizza places in town uh, in barbecue, but for the most part, uh, I, I try to eat at home. Question six, when you're not out eating tacos or barbecue or mm-hmm. other food or cooking at home, what are you doing with your life? Well, I don't have the standard nine to five job. Most people, when they get off work, their work's done until they get back to work the next day. I have a job that doesn't allow me to do that. So if there's a game on, I'm probably watching it if it has a, a local interest. 
I've noticed that over the years, I don't like to watch sports as much as I did before I got in this job mm-hmm. 20 years ago. Then it was a release. When something becomes your job, you, you kind of want to do other things. So, but there's, you know, KU, K-State, MU playing Chiefs Royals. You know, I, I, you got to watch the, the game. So I'm usually doing that or working on some, some research project for the show that, I'm, that, I'm, that we're going to do the next day. So a lot of my evening hours are spent doing that. If, if not, say it's a Thursday night in basketball season and KU and K-State played during the week and Missouri played on Wednesday and there's no game on, I'm, I'm watching political stuff. I mean, I've kind of become a political junkie over the past, I'd say, 13 or 14 years. Or I'm I'm watching you know, reruns of some show. I'm on Hulu or I love to go to the YouTube channel and just watch videos. I'm a former attempted musician. I love to go find the isolated track videos of things like, you know, just sit there and listen to John Bonham's, you know, Bernard Purdy halftime shuffle on Fool in the Rain. And then go listen to Jeff Porcaro play a different version of that on, on, on Rosanna. That can send me down a rabbit hole of watching videos. Sometimes I'm sometimes I have the TV up and I'm on my laptop sitting there and I'm watching. I'm like, I can be watching this on television, hearing it much better, (laughs) but it's more fun this way. So question seven, in your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town? Yeah, I think it is for a, a town that's about as far from any coast or border as you could get. I mean, geographically, there's no reason why you'd be able to, you should think Kansas City for tacos, but this is a, this is a restaurant town. Yeah. And so if you, if you want to make it in this town, you better have some game. So that's one thing I've always noticed about this city is that even, even in, I guess you'd say, uh, in cuisines that don't necessarily say Kansas City, you still got to be good. And there's, if that's the case, competition drives out the guys who aren't good. So most of the places in this, in this, in this city are, are, uh, are good regardless of what the cuisine is. So yeah, I'd call this a taco town. Question eight, what are some of your other favorite taco towns that you might've visited in your life? Whoa. I've not been to many places. The last time I got on a plane, this will tell you how long, how much I travel. I didn't get on a plane until I was 25. Okay. 20, 24. And the last time I got on a plane was in February of 2015 when I went to Surprise, Arizona to cover the Royals in spring training. So I don't go many places. I guess I'd have to say Surprise, Arizona. Yeah, that, that's the closest. I mean, there, there's there's some fantastic restaurants in, in that area. And it's it's a suburb. It's a northern suburb of Phoenix, but you're right there. So you spend the first time I ever went to a Dell Taco was in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. So. There's, 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 we there's don't one have or Del two of those. Tacos here, so. No, we don't. There's, we could use some more of those. But uh, yeah, that's that's probably the best town I've been to for for that kind of cuisine. Okay. Question nine. What is one of the best taco memories from your life? Um oh, you know what? <laughs> I haven't thought about this for a number of, of, of years, but Jim Leland was once the manager of the Detroit Tigers, and he had a very low give a crap meter. When you've accomplished what he'd accomplished by that point, you, you kind of can get away with that. He's the one that used to smoke in the yes. dugout. And we would go in, when I was covering the Royals, this would have been about 2003. I think I was still at my other, my previous thing. I may have still been at KNBZ at that time. Um, I, one of the jobs I did would I'd cover the other team, the visiting team's locker room, the clubhouse. They want to say clubhouse. And manager usually does his post-game presser sitting, in his, sitting behind a desk in the visitor's clubhouse. Some guys will actually stand up and do it. And I know when, when the Rockies were here this year, I know Clint Hurdle stands in front of the, a, a screen that has the name and he talks to reporters in case there's cameras. But a lot of the guys just sit at their desk. Well, the post-game spread one night was tacos. And so we're all talking to Jim Leland. He's leaning back in his chair and he, he, his jersey is off and he's, he's just wearing the, the dark blue undershirt. <laughs> and he's got a butt going there on the, on the desk. And he's eating tacos, talking, and the cheese <laughs> and lettuce is just covering his shirt. <laughs> well, you know, I thought Verlander threw a good game. I mean, you know, he's going up there to 98. And so, <laughs> he, like, he wasn't eating during talking, but he'd take a bite. And, well, you know, and every time he'd take a bite, more cheese and crumbs would <laughs> land on his shirt. And I remember just holding the microphone going, I, I can't laugh because it's Jim Leland. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that. That's one of my all-time favorite memories in 21 years of covering sports is, is watching Jim Leland do a post-game press conference with taco crumbs on his shirt. That's awesome. But he was a, he was a classic man, I tell you. Wasn't there a story of someone getting mad in a clubhouse and flipping over a, a table of tacos? Yeah. That, was that's, that the Royals um, or was that another team? I think that may have been the other team. They were upset that 
That might have been the Royals. Trust me, there was... Because they had like a taco spread out and somebody got angry and flipped the taco spread over. I don't know who that was, but I remember that happening. But there were a lot of of reasons to flip over the (laughs) post-game spread in the four years we had the Royals here from Old War. They lost 407 games in four years we had them. So there were a lot of overturned tables. Yes. And people jumping into showers with their uniforms on. Yes. Gosh, how goofy. (laughs) Question 10. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? I don't recall I have. I don't think I have. I'm not sure why you'd have to turn down tacos. I mean, it would it would be, is the building on fire? If it's not, then I'm going to take the tacos. That's that's my philosophy. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that'd be, that'd be a spot. I, I, I don't recall that I have. Question 11. What's the best taco you've ever had? Ooh, best taco I've ever had. Um, when I worked at Village Inn years ago, I, I we used to have taco. We, one of the things we did was a taco salad. Oh, nice. And you would take the tortilla, you take the fryer baskets out of the fryer, you would just drop the, fr- the, the tortilla in the grease, take a round cylindrical stainless steel thing, pop it in the middle, and then when it was done, pop it up. And it was so crispy. And I would just take regular ones and I would... I would make smaller ones and I would make little taco shells and I would make them those that because that was because I got to make it myself oh, in a yeah. restaurant that might have been the best that's the only one that stands out maybe just because the, the the experience I mean I wouldn't think the best taco you ever had was at Village Inn <laughs> but when you're making it yourself best taco other than that um plain crispy tacos at, at, at Chewy's are great and and and, and um uh Salty Iguana there's also a place some of the other ones are at the K Machos has got really good mm-hmm. ones. Uh, and there's a, mm, I'm not sure I could put a, put a best. The only one I, I, I can remember thinking this is the greatest taco ever was when you, when I made that big old thing, it's tons of lettuce and sour cream just everywhere. So yeah, the Village Inn Taco in 1985, the K Dog Village Inn Taco in 1985. Was taco salad uh, a new thing then? Uh, or was, has taco salad been around for a while? I feel like that it's was, an 80s that was, thing. That was 30 years ago. It probably was. It probably was fairly new. I don't remember seeing taco salads in the 70s when I was growing up. Uh, that probably taco, isn't... Taco pizza came out in the 80s too, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a waste. That's a, that's, that's a sacrilege. Either have pizza or have a taco. Don't have a taco pizza. Yeah, it's messy. Lettuce it, should not be on pizza. You start... I agree. Yeah, you start eating it and you're like, I'm not going to finish this and this is not this just, is not a taco. This is not a real taco. Just eat a taco. Yeah. Or eat a pizza. Exactly. Don't combine the two. No. I th- I'm glad we're on the same yes, page on this. I mean, I, I, how could you not? How could you n- ever want to combine those two? And I'll walk by a place and pizza place. I'm like, I'm gonna, I, I, I want to go to the table and go, what is wrong with you? It seems like kind of an 80s party food to me. Like, I guess. I guess. I don't understand it. Broken people. Horribly broken people. This next one's right up your alley. Question 12. What's your favorite song to listen to in your car when you're on your way to get some tacos? Ooh. Hmm. Santana. Um, I'm trying to think of a good Santana song that isn't, isn't like Black Magic Woman. Um, Oye Como Va. Oye Como Va. Or, or uh, when they came back, it was a little like early early 80s Santana. You Know That I Love You. Who heard that song? I don't know. It was, you know that I love you. I don't think I heard that. That's, that may be late 70s okay. or early 80s. Uh, what about some know. Rush? Maybe a nice, well, a nice Rush yeah. song? Or or the Beatles, um, Besame Mucho. Okay. With Paul McCartney singing the lead on Besame Mucho. That's a good taco song to listen yeah, to. Yeah, just turn, anything turn, up, by, turn yeah, the windows down. Anything by Freddie, uh, Freddie Fender, you know, Before the Next Teardrop Falls or, uh, hang on, I'll, I'll tell you one, Los, Los Lonely Boys, Heaven. Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay. One of the Great. catchiest hooks in the history of recorded music. And it's a vocal hook that to me that's that, ah, you hear that like the second verse, you're singing it in the car. And if you're listening to this and you're saying, no, I don't, bull crap, you are, because you cannot hear that song and not spend the next two hours going, because ah, it's, it's, it's a fantastic song. Beautiful taco song. Yes. How far are tacos? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So question 13, when you're sitting down, having a nice, quiet taco lunch all by yourself, mm-hmm. looking out the window, mm-hmm. the sun. Mm-hmm. What's usually on your mind when you're eating tacos? While I'm eating tacos? 
Yeah. Usually the only things that are on my mind when I'm eating tacos are, I'm really glad I'm eating tacos, mm-hmm. you know, and how, how great is this? And how many more tacos do I have? Because I know that when I'm done, I'm going to be sad. That's usually it. Yeah. Either reflecting on the day or if there's anything important, it's usually, oh, I love tacos. I, I only have three left. I only have two left. Oh my gosh, this is the last taco. <laughs> and that last bite is, I, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Do I go get more tacos? Sure. If I've got time, I will. If I don't, I just sulk my way out of the place and go, I wish I had more tacos. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody has that thought. There are certain foods you have that, that, that the minute you start eating it, you're like, I want to take this slow because I know that at some point it's going to be gone and I'm going to wish I was back at the beginning. Maybe it's just me. I, 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 I like food. No, tacos is one of those uh, yes. meals where you want to turn back the hands of time to the beginning of the meal as soon as you're done. You know, when I'm, when I'm at, yes. You know, when I'm at, I, I fix tacos about once every other week at home on a Saturday. And I do them one at a time. I used to do them like all at once, but now I, I fix the, the meat. I chop up all the lettuce and tomato. Great fresh cheese. Don't let bagged craft crap. If you, all you have to do is have tacos one time with freshly grated cheddar cheese, and you will never go back to bagged cheese again <laughs> if you can help it. And then I, I get the, 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 the shells nice and toasty. And I pull them out. Usually make about six. And I set them on the stove. And I take one meat, a little squeeze, a little uh, sour cream, lettuce, tomato, cheese, salsa, eat the taco, finish, shell, and start over again. That way your shell never gets greasy. Oh, okay. They're fresh. Yeah. And if you have the time, which me being single, living in an apartment with no, you know, no girlfriend, it's just me. I, I got all day. I'm standing there in my underwear in a t-shirt watching... <laughs> Law and Order SVU on Hulu, <laughs> and I'm eating a taco one at a time, and it's the greatest thing. And I get done, I'm like, wow, I wish those weren't gone, but I'm usually pretty full. I don't mess around with the tacos. I, I, I pack them pretty good. That's, that's, a, that's a quality Saturday afternoon for me, <laughs> but one taco at a time. All right, here's the part of the podcast where I let the guest ask me a question about tacos. This is called Taco to Me. Curtis, do you have a taco-related question you'd like to ask me? My question is a question that I ask anyone when it comes to tacos. If I haven't eaten tacos with them, do you tilt your head to the left or to the right? I guess it depends on which hand do you use. Are you a left-handed or right-handed taco eater? I'm right-handed, so I feel like I tilt it to the my head to the left. left. Um, I'm trying to recreate what we just us just eating tacos, and yeah, I I'm right-handed, so I tilt it to the left. When you have a taco, the first bite is easy to eat. When you get to the top, when you get halfway and the taco's too wide, is at that point is bigger. Do you go try to get the whole thing or do you go a little bit on the top, take the bite off the top, then the bite off the bottom to get the full mouthful of the stuff? Or you, how do you do that? Because that, that's an issue I have. And I'm, I usually just wing it. I don't have a set deal. Sometimes I'll go, I'll take a bite of the cheese and the, and the lettuce and, the, and the, the taco sauce, and then I'll get the meat on the bottom. I try to go whole taco. I, I don't like to take the bites off the top. I go whole taco, try to get all the ingredients in one bite. I've never, I've never been a big fan of just nibbling off the top mm-hmm. just to shorten the taco. I'm whole taco until it's done. Cool. One end to the other. And when it, one breaks, do you just kind of, kind of hold it together? Yeah, I just, just hold it together. And then <laughs> I, and even if it falls apart in my plate, I will scoop it up with my hands. When you get done and you have, because you you have leftovers, do you take all that stuff and put it in a bowl, add more taco, crumble taco shells and eat it out of the bowl? That's no. what I do. Oh, no. I've never done that. Because I always have, I always, maybe I overstack the tacos. But when I get done with six tacos, I've got about a taco's worth of cheese, lettuce, and tomato. Yeah. So I take that and I put it into a bowl. I crunch up another taco shell and I put a little sour cream and I eat one taco like a taco salad. That's kind of like a Taco Bell version of a... Famous bowl from KFC. Yeah, yeah I like may have actually. Bowl. I may have actually invented it. Oh wait, don't they have things called walking tacos where they uh, just put it in a bag? Is that what it is? You ever had that before? I have not. They, they eat those walking tacos. Yeah, it's this new new thing. To look at that. That sounds. Don't, it sounds like a taco with legs. It sounds creepy. Yeah, it sounds like something you wouldn't you'd want to step on more before rather than eat. I like taco bowls better. I think you. I think you could probably go somewhere with that if you the wanted. The problem to. with the taco. 
bowl thing is that you got to eat it quickly because the the, chi- the chips can get a little yeah a little damp kind of like, like nachos yeah yeah can't that's why whenever it says hey we got nachos well you you enjoy those nachos because <laughs> I'll take I'll, I'll take like the first four or five but at the bottom of the that plate it's a mess it's just a soggy time yeah. like if you could eat that you love that stuff and I don't love it that much I can't I can't be doing the 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 soggy the soggy nacho chip. Can't do it. I agree. Can't do it. Thanks for being on the show. You had a lot of great taco knowledge that you passed along. I, I, I had no idea that you were a taco chef yourself. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to plug before we before we end the show? Uh, yeah. If if you like uh, if you like talking about things that aren't tacos, if you like talking about uh, sports and the like, uh, I can be heard uh, every weekday. I am the. Uh, I would say the co-producer in um, Second Banana on the program with Seren Petro every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Sports Radio 8 to WHB. I do the hourly sports updates, top of the hour from 10 o'clock until 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock if Danny is off that day. I also produce uh, the Central Bank in the Midwest pregame show every Sunday morning at 9 o'clock on Sports Radio 8 10 WHB. So that's generally where you can find me if you like the pleasing tones of my voice in my natural voice and not doing impressions. I do some impressions on the air, too. So here here and there. I'm kind of working on Andy Reid. So, uh, all right, the injuries, uh, uh, Mitch Morris uh, didn't practice. Um, Kelsey, uh, doing the protocol, uh, DJ, he's got a bit of a foot, uh, D Ford, got an ankle, uh, we look forward to the challenge of playing the Steelers, they're a good team, well-coached team, very tough, so, uh, time's yours. That's usually Andy, I'm, I'm working on Andy Reid better. I, I try to avoid getting into too much John Gruden, cause you know, John Gruden there, man, yeah, cause bit, they'll yeah. say man, and I gotta make sure I don't say man. So if you just uh, kind of keep it right there, kind of wait between some words, and uh, he says look a lot. Look, yeah, yeah, look. You know we get it, we get it. Our players get it. And that's how we roll, man. That's how we roll. Thanks, Andy, and thanks, Curtis, sure. for being on the show. No problem. Had fun. If you have any taco topics or taco joint suggestions that we should check out or a question or to give us a taco tip, check us out on our Facebook and Twitter, Taco the Town KC. You can also email us at tacothetowntopics at gmail.com. And until next time, go eat some tacos.